research methods. Hello and welcome to the Research Methods Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogristov. Hello and welcome to the next episode in our mini-series on causal mapping, a method to measure how people think and also a method to compare people who think differently in order to understand how close or how far away they are located based on their mental models. This episode will be the final one because I ask my subscribers and listeners whether they would like to suggest something. Nobody suggested any ideas, apart from one researcher from Finland who said that it is a must-listen episode. But anyway, if you know something that you would like me to talk about, or if there are some aspects that you still have questions about, feel free to write in the comment section, and I'll try to record another episode and continue the mini-series. In today's the final episode, we are going to talk not about the analysis, we talked about it last episode, one week ago, we will talk about where to go with this method. Who are you if you do something with a causal mapping? Are you a positivist or are you a constructivist? And this is a very interesting and tricky question. First, I would like to note that there is huge difference between the constructivists and positivists. The positivists usually assume that the phenomenon that we want to investigate exists objectively and we just need to find a way how to measure it. And it is a completely different way of thinking than by constructivists who believe that phenomena start existing after we start investigating them. So actually through the investigation self, we start creating the phenomena, we construct them. That is why they call the constructivists. And it must not be the case, but in most cases, the constructivists, they use the qualitative methods just because they go into field, they look at different phenomena, they talk to different people, they collect data and try to understand, to form, to construct the theory, to construct the phenomenon that they actually are approximating through their measuring. The positivists, they think differently. We assume that things objectively exist and we try to find a good way to measure them. And now we come to a very good question. If we apply causal mapping, is it quantification, so positivist approach, we just found a way to measure how people think, or is it the construction, because we construct how people think? Remember one of the first episodes in this mini-series, and I suggested that you collect the number of items, that you collect these associations with the concept of interest based on the qualitative interviews. Theoretically, you're constructing this reality by asking different people, by collecting information, and theoretically, by using a certain amount of associations and related concepts. You can help create the construct, you can help or construct this reality, and if you ask other people using these items, you can theoretically help them create this construct together with you. So, the method can be both constructivist and positivist, depending on how you understand it, how you see it, but the weakness is that the constructivists, they will say it is a kind of two-positivist method, and the positivists will say this is a kind of two-constructivist method. And the reason is, if you try to quantify it and try to compare and try to look at something that a kind of started existing after you have measured it, 
The constructivist will say that you are have a positivist approach and you really try to measure and compare. This is not the way how a constructivist thinks. The positivist at the same time will say it's a kind of not universal method. You go into field, you collect notions from different people about what they think about a certain phenomenon, you create the list of words, but is it complete? Didn't you, haven't you missed something and so on. So it can be also very critical way of approximating the problem. But you know that those things that are weaknesses can also become the strengths. For instance, if you find a way to approximate how people think and show that you can cluster them and do something, actually you may, you may help understand the perception, the sense-making processes of different people, and this can lead to really interesting results that you can bring to the, let's say, constructivist field, and this would be something very close to mixed methods. Usually I am an opponent of mixed methods, just for pragmatical reasons, although I do believe and although I see that many journals believe that we need more studies, more studies based on the mixed methods approach, we see that pragmatically if you write a mixed methods paper you get usually two or three reviewers and one of them will be from the qualitative research and one from the quantitative research. And whatever you do, at least 50% of your work will be criticized by one of the reviewers. And this is a kind of tricky thing. And because the causal mapping method may be one of the ways to approach this issue, that you make a constructivist approach, you make a qualitative interview, you create the association, the terms that are associated, the logical network of a concept of interest, and then you help people understand how they relate them, make it, let's say, less implicit, more explicit, and then create calculated distances and understand where people are and what are the networks of associative thinking related to the concept of interest. And for the positivist, your approach can show that you can quantify things that positivists usually assume to be not quantifiable. For example, how people think. We can quantify awareness, we can quantify somehow sense-making a little bit. We can quantify, I don't know, different states of being alert, different emotions. We can try to measure different emotions and so on. But in this event, you can really approach like more complex networks of associative concepts related to the focal construct, and then you can analyze them, analyze people, and analyze how they think and how close or how far they are located to each other. With this in mind, I still believe that this, this method is more positivist than constructivist, just because I am a positivist and I see advantages of this method as well as I see the disadvantages. And when I talk to constructivists, they see this method also actually mostly as constructivist, but with some pieces of positivism. That is why if you want to try mixed methods, this could be a good way to go. It's just my suggestion, remember, the paper that we published was a positivist paper, so we never tried this mixed method approach, but we plan to try it out in the nearest future. I hope it was interesting and I hope you know now more about how to measure how people think and how to compare them. I would like to remind you to go to my previous episodes from the same mini-series just to listen through them. Before you do this, I would also re recommend you to read the paper by Marcochi and Goldberg that you could found in the previous episode in the description of the episode and also my paper with my colleagues, Dr. Potts and Dr. Schlatter. Wish you all the best. If you have any suggestions with regards to what to explain, for example, the application of causal mapping method, 
write a comment in the comment section below or drop me an email and I'll try to record an episode about this. Wish you all the best and see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.